Welcome to episode number two of the Be Healed podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Steve Hannett, and I've got a passion to see you healed. I know what it is to get a fearful diagnosis and suffer with pain, but I also know what it is to get healed by receiving the truth found in God's Word, the Bible. That's why this podcast channel is all about equipping you with the knowledge you need to experience God's healing power in your life. In episode number one, we learned that we need to renew our minds in order to experience transformation. It means we need to think in agreement with God's word and no longer be conformed to teachings that are not found in scripture. That's why we have a tremendous opportunity to rethink healing so we can root out every thought that isn't in agreement with God. Those thoughts that are not in agreement with God actually hinder, hold back, and prevent the flow of God's healing. The scripture even says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, it says, Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Yes, we're literally supposed to take initiative to cast down the arguments that are against the knowledge of God. God desires for every thought to be brought into captivity to the obedience of Jesus Christ. This is why the more we study the scripture, and especially study the scripture in relation to healing, we begin to get in agreement and we can identify those thoughts that are against the knowledge of God. We can bring every thought into agreement or captivity to obedience to Jesus Christ and begin experiencing the flow of real power. You know, if you happen to miss episode number one, be sure to go and listen to it as I know it's going to be a blessing to you. It's entitled Rethinking Healing, and I know it's going to help you to renew your mind because something tremendous happens when our mind gets renewed. We begin to have a new God-level expectation in our life. Expectation is critical in the believer's life and in the receiving of healing. The definition of expectation is simply a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. It's defined as believing that something is going to be a certain way. Well, that's essentially what faith is. And throughout the scripture, we see that miracles flow and happen and break out where there is agreement, faith, or expectation with what God says will happen. In fact, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Well, that term faith is a substance of things hoped for. Hoped for literally means expected, the thing that you believe will take place. So faith and expectation are linked. 
we will expect what we believe. This means we have incredible opportunity to increase our faith by changing our expectation and to increase our expectation by changing our faith. You know, God's Word gives these examples in our lives that are just so encouraging, but still very different from the way we often think. Let's turn to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 14, and take a look at this amazing account of when Peter walked upon the water. And we're going to see that there's this tremendous difference between man's expectation and heaven's expectation, God's expectation. So Matthew chapter 14, I'm going to begin reading with verse 22. And it says, immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. Verse 23, And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea, And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. Verse 27, But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Verse 30, but when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Well, in this text, we see that there were multiple men in the boat, not just Peter, but the group of disciples. And it describes to us that Peter alone had an expectation that he said, Lord, if it's really you, command me to come to you on the water in verse 28. Uh, That's revealing that Peter had an expectation that Jesus could sustain or enable him to be able to walk on top of the water. I mean, this is an amazing expectation of Peter at this time. Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you in the water. It's as if the only one who would do that, and I know Jesus well enough that that he can command me to come on the water and I can be where he is. Now, we know that Jesus responds and meets Peter in his expectation and says, come. Now, Peter, the Bible says, had come down out of the boat. This is literally Peter putting his life 
on the line in faith. There's no life preserver. They're in the middle of the sea. The water is very rough. There's a storm going on and the wind starts to blow and that boat would have floated away. It wouldn't have been able for for Peter just to go grab it again. He is walking to Jesus. He's walking in a glory realm. His expectation not only enabled him to leave the boat that would have been tossed by the waves, but to operate on top of the circumstances. Yes, his faith called him out of the boat, and now he's walking on top of the water with Jesus. So he's experiencing the power of God. But the Bible also says that something happened. We read that the wind became boisterous and he took his eyes off of Jesus. And he he sees the wind and the waves and he becomes afraid. You see, the winds and the waves represent those circumstances that are around us, the realities of the things that are taking place around us. Just because Peter's expectation, praise God, got him out of the boat, it didn't mean that he was able to sustain or to expect that he could continue to walk on top of the water while the rest of the storm or wind was boisterous. So what began to happen was he did exactly what Jesus said not to do. Jesus said to them, he said, be of good cheer. It is I do not be afraid. That's in verse 27. But that's exactly what happened to Peter. He became afraid. You see, He didn't take those thoughts and bring them into captivity to the obedience of Jesus. His thoughts were moved outside of Jesus, and now his faith begins to operate with the strength of the wind and the waves, and he begins to have a faith that he's in trouble. Yeah, he literally began to think, oh my goodness, I'm in trouble, and that's why he became afraid. And he began to sink. Now, thank God that he had another expectation, and that was, Lord, save me. He cries out, Lord, save me, because his expectation is that God can save him. But still, we must recognize that his expectation wavered. It started with faith. It started with, I can walk on the water with you, Jesus. And then it resulted in believing the power of of natural circumstances over the grace and power of the word of God that said, come. Well, thank God in verse 31, the Bible says immediately, and I love that word, immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him. Now, this is what's a very different level of expectation. Jesus says to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? Now, most of us would say Peter had great faith. He had strong faith. While Peter was the only one to get out of the boat and walk on top of the water. Peter was the only one with the boldness to say, Lord, command me to come out to you. But instead of Jesus celebrating Peter's faith to simply get out of the boat, 
he actually questions and says, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? He's saying, oh, you of little faith, why did your expectation change? Oh, you of little faith, why did you not continue in your expectation of what I called you to? And that was, I've called you to walk on top of your circumstances. I've called you to work in my power, by my power, in my miracle provision to you. You see, Jesus actually expected Peter to walk in his power in a sustained way. Heaven is actually revealing to us through this text that heaven expects our expectation to match what is possible in Jesus. Jesus is teaching him. He's showing that your expectation and my expectation are not the same. I think this is a tremendously awesome word because where most of the world is expecting to get sick, expecting to stay sick, expecting to be bound by the things that most people are bound by, here God is expecting us to get out of the boat, walk in a glorious realm, miracle supernatural realm with Jesus, and Jesus Jesus is expecting us to walk in his provision. Most churches today, when people get sick, they think that's normal. Well, that's normal for the cursed life bound by sin and death. But that isn't normal in the realms of glory and heaven. It's not normal for there to be sickness in God's presence right now In the presence of God, there is no sickness, there is no uh, worry, no oppression, no hopelessness. Jesus even taught us how to pray. In Matthew 6, verses 9 and 10, it says, In this manner, therefore pray, Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. And here it says, verse 10, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes, God is saying that there is no sickness in heaven. There is no pain from the curse in heaven. And he's desiring for the king's dominion to become established here in our lives so that we're literally walking upon the earth in a heavenly realm. That's what Peter entered when he walked on top of the water. That's what he was experiencing. And that's what God is calling us to. But unfortunately, whether it be the way we've grown up, what we've learned about healing and sickness and disease, we've literally been taught to accept it. But today is a different day. Today is a new day. Today, the mind can be renewed and we can begin to declare we will walk in the expectation of the word of God. In Psalm 107, in verse 20, 
The Bible says that God sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. That's the expectation of the word. That's what we should expect. In verse 20 again, it says, He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. If God sent his word then and healed them then, should not we expect God's word to heal us and to deliver us now? Jesus is desiring that our faith be authored purely by him. Listen to what it says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Wow. Looking unto Jesus. Yes, that's exactly what Peter did in the beginning of his journey of asking God to get him out of the boat and get him on top of the water. But when he took his eyes and focus and mind off of Jesus, he began to sink. Well, the same thing happens to us. God is calling for the believer in Jesus to look at Jesus unto Jesus, who is the author, in other words, the creator, the originator, the source and the finisher, the beginning and the end of our faith. What is faith again? It's expectation. Here's a question I'd ask you to begin to meditate upon. What would our expectation be if only our expectation came from the things that God revealed in the scripture? I want to boldly tell you that your expectation is going to go into a growth mode that you've never experienced before. Let not our expectation come from man. Let it not come from the limitations of medical science. Let it not come for what's taken place in other people who did not know the power of God. Let your expectation be authored by Jesus Christ, who is the Alpha and the Omega. Let your expectation in your body right now be so authored by God that you can't think anything else. You won't expect anything else except what God has promised and declared to you in his word. This is an awesome reality for our lives. And I want to tell you, you can begin to do it right now. And we're going to make declaration right now that our expectation will be authored by the words of Jesus, not by the wind and not by the waves. So Father, we come to you right now in prayer and declaration and we declare that Lord, our minds and hearts and faith and expectation will be cleansed. Lord, we declare that we crucify and cast aside and cast down every argument, every thought, every fear, every lie, and everything that comes to us that isn't yours. 
Your word says that by your stripes we are healed. Your word declares that you sent your word and healed them and delivered them from all their destruction. So we receive it today in our own body, even right now, that we receive your word that tells us that Jesus Christ is the healer and that he heals. Lord, I pray right now for everyone listening in the name of Jesus, Lord, that their body shall be touched, their body shall be healed, and I pray they receive it in the name of Jesus Christ right now. Thank you, God. Thank you so much for listening to Be Healed, and I'd like to invite you to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified of new episodes being published every week. Be sure to connect with us on stevehannett.com to get access to other great resources, such as my most recent book, Unleashing Heaven's Breath, featured on the Sid Roth Show, It's Supernatural, and also to check out our TV program called The Miraculous Life, also aired on Sid Roth's network called ISN, and also on YouTube. We look forward to continuing this series of expectation. And we pray that Jesus Christ will lead, guide, and establish you in the power of his word and Holy Spirit. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.